Even though I was playing professional football, had access to a ton of women, I became a sex addict. But in doing that, I never found true love. But Jesus restored my life and showed me the true meaning of love. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about sex addiction and how it acts like a drug of choice. In our previous show, we had David Rocker, former NFL football player, who told us of how he grew up in a religious family and grew up getting a lot of fights, and then he got into football, became a professional football player but became a sex addict going from girl after girl after girl. He became so wrapped up in it that it was like a point system and it had to be done every night. He needed a new girl, new relationship almost every night. And if it didn't end up that way, he would go through like this anger, this feeling of worthlessness that he wasn't a man because this was a sex addiction, full blown. He got to the point where he would get STDs, but he was just so addicted to sex that he could not stop himself. And he started feeling like, I have a problem and I don't know how to get out of this problem. So today he's going to talk about how the Lord really set him free. David, welcome to the show. Glad to be back on the show, Evangelist Lay. This has been great. David, I really appreciate your honesty, you know, and talking about this because a lot of people don't want to talk about this. And so I just really appreciate you, David. Well, thank you so much. I mean, it's one of those things, don't get me wrong, it's not a joy for me to talk about it. Yeah. But the goal is to set people free and they need real talk. People That's need right. to hear real stories because we serve a real God who can really set you free. <laughs> you know what? And let's get right into it. So you were telling us in our last show how your sex addiction developed, but what types of feelings were starting to manifest in your mind and emotions towards the end of it? Well, it was that thing of the guilt. I really start feeling the guilt mm-hmm. because my mind was starting to really understand that I'm just seeing these as sex objects and not understanding that these are beautiful women. This is someone's daughter, you know, oh, and, yeah. and that began to really weigh on me. This is a human being. This is not just a toy or something to play with. So oh. that guilt really started to weigh on me. And also the part that was really tricky was as much as you just saying another notch on the guitar, you look up and realize what have I achieved? Okay, another mm-hmm. girl, and what? So now it's the shame. It's mm-hmm. the shame that you're mm-hmm. saying, even though people think it's good, but I'm ashamed of who I am because I knew better. Wow. I wasn't raised this way. You know? Oh, man. But I did all this stuff trying to find validation, trying to find the validation of my friends or wow. family members. And it's like, for what? And here I am mm-hmm. playing with people's lives and emotions and risking my own life. So that was major. You know, that is huge. Now, what was the real moment where it all changed for you? It had to do while I was actually playing football. I really got to a place in my life where 
I had some things take place because my whole goal was still making sure that I played professional football. I really hit a rough patch then, and I decided to rededicate my life, rededicate my life to the Lord. And when I did that, I just began to really read and see things differently. I didn't want to just be a religious person or hearing God's Word. I really wanted to apply it in my life. But in order to do that, I had to get past that guilt and shame. And when I read where it said, you know, for those who are in Christ, there's no more guilt, no more right. condemnation, no more shame, no more judgment, no more rejection. Right. That really resonated inside of me on me being able to receive that and say, wait a minute, I don't have to keep holding on to this guilt. I don't have to keep holding on to what I've done. I can let all that stuff go and really start fresh and new oh. and begin to really apply that in my life. Mm. You know, David, I think that's really important for people to know. Because, you know, a lot of people, they think that, you know, faith doesn't really do anything. But it sounds like it really helped to solve the guilt problem and started making you feel better. But then after you became a Christian, what did you discover when you got married? Oh, man. The biggest thing that I discovered was true love. I think so often, and I just put it out there, so often we associate just having sex. That's love. That's Mm -hmm. not love. That's just sex. Mm -hmm. But when you really open up your heart and get to know the person who you want to be intimate with and involved with and make yourself vulnerable to her and her vulnerable to you, now you will have an intimate experience that is not just some sidebar sex, but something that you really understand the transference of love between one another. Mm. And it just goes to a whole nother level. And that's what's funny that I can sit right here and say, man, I, in my past been with so many women, but to really have that one that you're in love with now you experience if this makes any sense, this one now you experience love making. You know, <laughs> this is not sex, but it's love making. Yeah, and it's just on a whole nother level. Wow. So you know, I think somebody out there would ask the question: If you were to trade that one relationship versus, I think we're talking about like maybe thousands of girls, and you were to put it on a scale, which one is better? Oh, give me that one over and over and over again. (laughs) Wow. Just give me that one because see that one, you can be totally open with. You're not Mm -hmm. sitting right here in the back of your mind still trying to figure where is she from? Who else has she been with? All this other stuff. More so than this one who you fully know that she's into you, you're into her, and she literally has your heart. And you can literally understand the vulnerability of her giving you her heart. So now this becomes such a transfer of genuine emotions that now you really understand what love really is. Well, you know, the Bible says things like this, you know, like, don't let the marriage bed become defiled, you know, and you actually lived Mm -hmm. that before where it's like the bed was nothing but, I mean, would you say that it felt like defilement going from girl to girl? Did it feel like that? Yeah, absolutely. See, it's so funny because, I mean, and I have to use a strong word when I say it still had a nastiness to it because you didn't know this person, you know? True. Again, it was about me. But now when it's not about you anymore, when you understand now that this person loves me, not the football player, not the guy with the muscles, that this person just genuinely loves me, love my heart, man, that makes you now exude a love and a passion for them that just transcends all these other little relationships of emptiness, you know, but really having something of some true substance that you truly love and you want to protect that. 
and you want to experience that over and over again. Listen to this with that one person. I don't Mm -hmm. want anyone else. I want that one. (laughs) Yeah. Because that person gives me what I kept looking for in all these other empty relationships. You know, what's really amazing, and I understand that the relationship you're talking about now is your now wife, who is a Christian, loves the Lord. Yes. You love the Lord, and you guys are really experiencing the true value of love, Mm -hmm. where it's a Christian, godly relationship, where you guys are vulnerable with each other, love each other, and that is amazing. And it's really enlightening. Now, if you are talking to your kids, what would you tell them if you could do your life all over again regarding your sex life? What would you tell them? I would tell them to wait. Wow. And the wait is well worth it. Because here's one of the things that even in coming out of that sex addiction, you still had to have that battle in your mind. Mm-hmm. You can still remember all these different people, you know, as I can say, you know, you had Freaky Francine, you know, yeah. <laughs> Licking Linda. You have to battle through all that. Oh, Just think wow. about it, if you never had any of that, those are battles that you don't have to fight. None mm. of that. Mm. And so that's the part where, to me, I would just tell them to wait. I know they can hear that from so many people saying, wait, wait, wait. But the wait is well worth it. Wow. David, this has been super encouraging having you on our show. And I just love the facts that you're bringing. Thank you so much for coming and sharing real life issues with all of us. I understand that you're really into discipleship now and helping people to understand who they are in Christ and how to get rid of these types of things. So, folks, you can find David Rocker Walking with the Rock on a YouTube channel. And again, it's David Rocker Walking with the Rock on YouTube. Check it out. You'll be blessed. And also, people can go to GibraltarMinistries.org. That's the website. That's right. You can go to www.GibraltarMinistries.org. Yes. Awesome. Dave, it was such a pleasure. Thanks again so much for being on with us. Thank you, Evangelist Lee, for having me on. I love what you guys are doing. Keep it going. Amen. Hold tight. Let's discuss more after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA. And that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, this is amazing about the redemption of God and how he can change someone's heart and mind on things. I mean, Dave Rocker, a man who believed in having sex with as many girls as possible, discovered that it was all empty and meaningless and left him feeling anguished inside, full of guilt and remorse. He discovered that a monogamous relationship inside the bounds of marriage is where the real fulfillment of sex comes from. And how can God turn someone like that? Let me share what scripture says about this very thing. Titus chapter 2, 13 through 14. Look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us 
that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Jesus came to redeem us and to purify us for himself. That means that if you lived a life like Dave's, or even if not so much like that, but you're in a point in your life where you've tried it your way and it left you feeling empty, lonely, guilty, and full of shame, Jesus is here to redeem you and to start to purify you so you can experience the purity God intends for your sex life to be just you and your spouse. It can be an amazingly glorious thing because God will bless your sex life when it is in His will. It's worth waiting for. To everyone who's listening, it doesn't matter where you are today. You can repent and make a commitment to let Jesus purify you for the future promise that He has for you. He has the best for you. Trust in Him. Let me pray for you. Father God, I lift up my friend who may be feeling like, gosh, you know, I've already messed up. And is there another chance, God? Yes, there is. So Lord Jesus, I'm praying for that redemption glory, the redemption power from you, Lord Jesus, from the cross. We just call upon that power in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, let us walk with you so that we can be purified from the inside out, so that we can experience this amazing creation called sex in the way that you intended it to be in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to awakeningthenations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.